Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing. And for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening. Am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. Well, in case you woke up this morning and weren't quite sure, I can confirm that it is, in fact, Tuesday, September 12th. Welcome to the President's Daily Brief. I'm Mike Baker, your eyes and ears on the world stage. Let's get briefed. First up, Elon Musk reveals that he denied Kyiv's emergency request for Starlink access in Crimea, citing concerns of becoming complicit in a major act of war. The revelation is sparking a larger debate on the role of private industry in global conflicts. Next up, Kim Jong-un departs Pyongyang on his armored train for a high-stakes meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Also, President Biden is back from his overseas trip. So what exactly was accomplished? We'll round it off in today's Back of the Brief by stepping into the world of international espionage. UK police arrest alleged Chinese spies, including a researcher within the very heart of the British Parliament. But first, today's PDB Spotlight. If you haven't heard of Elon Musk's Starlink, it's a game-changing internet service that uses satellites in space, unlike traditional services reliant typically on underground cables or above-ground lines strung along utility poles. This capability allows Starlink to reach remote or mountainous areas where laying cables is costly and a logistical challenge. After Russia initiated its invasion last February, SpaceX, the Elon Musk company that owns Starlink, started delivering thousands of Starlink terminals and support to the Ukraine military. The network has become a lifeline for Ukrainians, keeping them connected despite conflict-related disruptions. Since the beginning of the war, the Starlink Internet terminals have been critical in maintaining communications as the Russian military targeted and destroyed Ukrainian telecoms facilities. By the way, for much of the first year, the entire cost of the Starlink support was carried by SpaceX. It wasn't until late in the first year of the war that SpaceX began pushing the U.S. government to begin picking up the tab for this effort, which by most accounts total over $100 million for the first year alone. Now, Starlink finds itself in the eye of an international storm. A new book by author Walter Isaacson reveals that the Ukrainian government asked Musk to activate Starlink over the key Russian Navy port of Sevastopol in occupied Crimea. Well, it didn't take long for Musk to figure out what Ukraine was up to. They needed internet access for an attack on the Russian fleet docked there. According to Isaacson, 
Ukraine was preparing to target Russian ships with submarine drones carrying explosives, and that's no small request. As Musk has acknowledged, he declined the Ukrainian government's request. Musk justified his decision, recently tweeting, If I had agreed to their request, then SpaceX would be explicitly complicit in a major act of war and conflict escalation. Now, Musk emphasizes that Starlink's purpose is peaceful. Think Netflix and homework, not drone strikes and military ops. But the reality is more complex. The Ukrainian military has relied on Starlink to maintain, as an example, communications between surveillance drones and artillery on the ground, assisting in targeting and more effective fire. Ukrainian officials are slamming Musk, claiming his refusal to support their Crimea coverage request indirectly led to Russian attacks on civilians. Russian chess grandmaster Garry Kasparov, a critic of Putin, called it moral idiocy. For their part, the U.S. government is remaining tight-lipped on the controversy, with Secretary of State Antony Blinken punting when he was asked about it by CNN's Jake Tapper. The incident put Musk in a tight spot and raises complex questions. As has been the case in the past, Technology offers transformative possibilities and is often envisioned and created with benign objectives. Yet, as with Starlink, it can also be weaponized. In addition, this conundrum puts a spotlight on the role of private companies in geopolitical clashes. Where should the line be drawn? What are the moral or ethical responsibilities of a private company that, by their actions, is engaged in supporting government policy and military objectives? We saw this to some degree in both Iraq and Afghanistan, where private contractors worked hand-in-hand with the U.S. military and our allies to support operational objectives. But for a profit? Well, there was the upside. Contractors served as a force multiplier and allowed for better and more effective deployment of military resources, while on the downside, contractor firms were not always held to consistent standards for training, performance, capabilities, conduct, or transparency and costs. As an aside, Musk has come under fire in the social media world, with some critics legitimately upset that he withheld Starling's support on this occasion, while others seem to just see another opportunity to criticize Musk because they don't like his apparent politics or loosening of restrictions on X, the social media site formerly known as Twitter. All right, when we come back, I've got two more developing stories you need to know about. Kim Jong-un is on the move to Russia for a crucial meetup with President Putin, and we're diving into the details of President Biden's latest overseas journey. I'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, once again, Pure Talk is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. Now, you've heard me talk about Pure Talk before, right? How they provide excellent coverage and service with industry-beating rates. And now... I'm happy to announce that Pure Talk is also providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. Look, that's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone and PureTalk's eSIM technology makes switching so simple. Or you can get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch to the cell phone company that I know will provide you with outstanding service and value. PureTalk. 
Just go to puretalk.com slash baker, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you imagined, to start saving today. And when you do, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, visit puretalk.com slash baker to start saving on wireless at home and abroad. Welcome back to the President's Daily Brief. Last week, we reported that a meeting between Russian President Vladimir Putin and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un appeared imminent. Well, the party's on. According to South Korean news agencies, Kim Jong-un has boarded his armored choo-choo and is currently chugging his way to Vladivostok. The journey could take up to 24 hours, longer if he stops along the way for selfies or refreshments. To digress for a moment, this train isn't your average ride. It's a slow-moving fortress with up to 20 bulletproof carriages. It's so heavily armored that it allegedly can't travel more than 37 miles per hour. It's a symbol of his family's power, as his father and grandfather used this same exact train. Now, the Kremlin has confirmed that the meetup is happening soon, and it could even be as early as today. This would be Kim's first trip outside North Korea in over four years, so you know it's, it's got to be for something significant. The White House is keeping tabs because Moscow might be looking to its old Soviet ally for some help in Ukraine. With Putin's options limited due to sanctions, he's turning to one of the few remaining countries willing to assist replenish the Russian military's depleted stockpiles. The White House recently warned that North Korea will, quote, pay a price if it locks in an arms deal with Putin. The reality is a bit more complex. There are really few remaining options in terms of finding additional meaningful sanctions to place on North Korea. So what's on the table? Well, North Korea could offer Russia much-needed munitions. In return, North Korea might be eyeballing some of Russia's advanced tech, including nuclear, submarine, and missile technologies. Russian purchases would also supply North Korea with much-needed revenue, much of which typically is siphoned off to their dear leader and selected government and military elites. All right, folks, President Biden arrived home on Monday from his overseas travels to India and Vietnam, where he spent much of his time treading lightly on the topic of China. Vietnam was the last stop prior to returning to the U.S. When asked about the U.S. strengthening ties with Vietnam, Biden clarified, quote, This isn't about containing China. I just want an honest and transparent relationship with them. President Biden insisted that the Vietnam stop is all about having a stable base in the Indo-Pacific and not about sidelining Beijing. Now, not to be cynical, but I suspect that in Beijing... The Xi regime believes it's all about containing the U.S. So there could be a, a disconnect here in how each perceives the other. This all unfolded as Vietnam is bumping the U.S. up to its top diplomatic status, which is a big deal considering the history between the two nations. It's also about the U.S. finding alternatives to relying so heavily on Chinese imports. Now here's where it gets a bit dicey. A reporter piped up asking about his recent chat with China's Premier Li Jiang at the G20. Biden, admittedly looking like he could use a solid night's rest, replied, eh, We talked about stability, uh, ensuring that the Southern Hemisphere could adapt to changes. Uh. By the end, it was evident the trip had taken its toll. As Biden wrapped up, he candidly mentioned, quote, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to bed. Shortly thereafter, the White House traveling press team abruptly brought the curtains down on the press conference. 
It was a lengthy talk from the president, occasionally logical, and at times somewhat rambling, and whatever the opposite of coherent is. Look, clearly, the traveling over a short period of time can be difficult for someone who's 80. It's taxing. But you can also argue that, well, that's the job. If all you do is simply look at Biden's chat in Hanoi at the end of his visit through a corporate leadership lens, it's fair to say that if a CEO of a decent-sized corporation gave that sort of presentation in a high-profile setting, the corporate board would be reasonably asking about a retirement date. All right, UK police have made a startling discovery that could rattle the very core of their government, Chinese spies allegedly operating within its own walls. More on that in the back of the brief. Hey, Mike Baker here. Did you know that a recent survey found that 7 in 10 parents get an average of 3 hours of sleep a night in their baby's first year? I don't know, that sounds like, like a lot more sleep than we got during our baby's first year. Mothers, you deserve quality sleep. And here's how you can make that happen. Cozy Earth. Discover the secret to better sleep with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding products. And now here's an exclusive Mother's Day. Don't forget Mother's Day is coming up. It's a Mother's Day offer just for our listeners. Use code PDB for 35% off at CozyEarth.com. Cozy Earth bedding products are crafted with temperature-regulating technology. It's adapting to your body's needs through all phases of motherhood. They use only the very best fabrics, materials, and weaves, offering superior softness that invites you to sink into a world of comfort. We use these sheets of the Baker compound, and I am telling you, they are terrific. And Cozy Earth stands by the quality and longevity of its products. Enjoy a 100-night sleep trial and a 10-year warranty on all purchases. That's a 10-year warranty. Built to last through the hardest days and the longest nights of motherhood. Incorporating Cozy Earth products into your self-care routine can enhance sleep quality and overall wellness. This Mother's Day, treat your mom to the luxury, come on, she deserves, with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear. Head over to CozyEarth.com and use promo code PDB for 35% off. After placing your order, select Podcast in the survey and then select PDB in the drop-down menu that follows. You've heard it said, and it's true. Time is our most precious commodity. And the question is, how can you spend it wisely to improve yourself and the people around you? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you about a great way to continue the lifelong process of learning, and that's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subjects. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. Correct, I did say free. As an example, sign up for Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution. Now, in this 12-lecture course, you'll explore the design and purpose of the Constitution, the challenges it faced during the Civil War, and how it's been undermined for more than a century by progressivism and liberalism. The course is self-paced, so you can start whenever and wherever. Enroll now in Constitution 101. Our country needs more Americans who understand the Constitution and can defend the freedom of the American people against the encroachments of an increasingly large and unaccountable government. Go right now to hillsdale.edu pdb to enroll. There's no cost, and it's easy to get started. That's hillsdale.edu slash pdb to register. Welcome back to the PDB. Across the pond, Westminster is buzzing with some spy drama right now. 
a young researcher in his 20s with connections to senior conservative MPs, is facing claims of spying for China. He had a Westminster pass, giving him access to personnel and facilities within Parliament. According to police, the man was arrested in Edinburgh under its Official Secrets Act. Oh, and he wasn't the only one. Another fellow in his 30s got picked up in Oxfordshire. We know even less about him at this stage. As for now, well, they're both out on bail, waiting for their next court appearance. Now, you might ask, what secrets did this guy allegedly spill? Good question. That's still under wraps. But he's been rubbing shoulders with some influential folks like Alicia Kearns, who heads up the Commons Foreign Affairs Committee, and Tom Tugendhat, the UK's security minister. As for his identity, media outlets are keeping that mum, respecting police protocol. The researcher is flat-out denying everything. He says he's always aimed to educate people about the Chinese Communist Party's threats, and these accusations go against everything he stands for. That's what he says. Now, I've had the honor of working with MI5 and MI6 over in the UK, as well as the Metropolitan Police, and they are excellent. If they've made these accusations, I, for one, have a high degree of confidence in their claims. The Chinese intelligence apparatus is very well-resourced, it's aggressive, and it's motivated. They have a long history of hoovering up any and all economic data, corporate intelligence, research and development, military technology, and other information that they can acquire through a variety of means. So the idea of placing a cooperative individual or a spy within parliament, it's not a stretch. In the U.S., the FBI resources are stretched thin dealing with counterintelligence cases related to China constantly opening up new investigations. It's been a problem for decades and continues to be, with no sign that Xi has any intention of reigning in their broad-based intelligence-gathering efforts. And that, my friends, is the President's Daily Brief for Tuesday, 12 September. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to us at pdb at thefirsttv.com. I'm Mike Baker. Until tomorrow, stay informed, stay safe, Stay cool. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available.